Psalm 43. Vindicate me, God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. Deliver me from deceitful and wicked men. For you are the God of my strength. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? O send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill, to your tents. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. I will praise you on the harp, God, my God. Why are you in despair, my soul? Why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall still praise him, my saviour, my helper, and my God. Okay, that was a short psalm. That psalm doesn't have a title. The previous one did. It said it was a psalm of the sons of Korah. This one didn't. And uh, so often we've noticed that when a psalm doesn't have a title, it's connected to the previous psalm. Like, it's almost like it's one song, but they've chopped it into two for, for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that in my opinion and in the opinions of others, not everyone, that Psalm 43 is connected to Psalm 42. It's almost like the same song. In Psalm 42, we said was a psalm written by uh, probably a priest living way up in the top of Israel, just after the time when the, the civil war happened and they split into two, and in the northern nation, the ten tribes, they had King Jeroboam and other kings who were opposed to people going to the south. So politically, they were against the Lord. They didn't want people going down there. They had set up their own golden calves. Remember all that? Well, um, how does Psalm 43 start? Vindicate me, God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. What's the ungodly nation? It's Israel. It's actually the 10 tribes of Israel, you know, with Dan at the top and, you know, Ephraim and Manasseh and all those tribes, Gad and Reuben. It's, it's the ungodly tribes of Israel. And this priest, you know, we, I'm, we're presuming it's a priest. He's living in this land and he's tearing out his hair saying, I just want to follow the Lord. Lord, deliver me from all this ungodliness. And then... Um, he says in verse 3, he says, Lord, send out your light and your truth. Now, in the New Testament, what is the light? <laughs> it's Jesus. He said, I am the light of the world. What is the truth? It's Jesus again. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Both of them are pictures of Christ. So this is a terrific prayer that we can pray. We could pray the same prayer. We could say, Lord, deliver us in the, from you know, vindicate us from this ungodly nation. You know, we live in a nation where many people don't follow the Lord, and we can say, Lord, send out your light and your truth. In other words, give us Christ. Let Christ take a hold of our nation. Well, that's what this man was praying in uh, northern Israel, and that's what you and I can pray today. Nations need Christ. And um, just yesterday, I was saw an article on the Google News. I don't read the news a lot, but I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline and it was saying about the worst famine in Somalia in 40 years. Somalia is an African country and it's a country that, ha that, that rejects Christ. It's a Muslim country in the Horn of Africa and they've struggled with droughts, like unbelievable droughts and famines. And um, so, you know, the, the, the natural instinct we have is to we want to give food. And there are world organisations, you know, that, that like the World Food, Food Program and things like that that give food. But there's been other circumstances, like they've had these droughts four years in a row with no rain. They've had 
the United Kingdom used to give them several billion dollars a year for food to the World Food Program. They've cut that out of their budget. You know, the war in the Ukraine and Russia, it's meant that the Ukraine isn't exporting grain all over the place like they used to. So not only isn't there money to buy grain, it's hard to actually get the grain to buy. So the, the result is there's these famine in Somalia and people are dying. Children are dying all over the place. And it's really, really sad. And when, I, when we think about that, we, we could ask the question, what is the greatest need in Somalia? It's actually the gospel. Um, when a nation follows Christ, what the nation gets is light and truth. And then the light and the truth change the nation so that the nation does better as time goes on. So you notice that nations that have historically followed Christ, like Western nations, they've done well. Now, as those nations start to wane in their love for Christ, we notice that they start to have more and more problems. This is the exact same pattern we see right through the Bible. Wherever the nation of Israel followed the Lord, they did well. The Lord protected them. But when they started turning away, the oppressors came. And so we, um, we should pray this prayer with all fervency. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Let them lead us. And then the, the old priest, which I presume is the guy who wrote this, is a priest from Dan. He says, well, um, then I will go to the altar of God. And so this old priest thinks that when we've got truth in our nation, then I'll be able to worship God. Well, the reality is you can worship God whether the nation around you knows the Lord or not. But he was thinking physically. <laughs> he was thinking, then I'll be able to actually physically go. But thank God in the new covenant, we're not physically, we might be physically restricted, but they can't stop you from worshiping the Lord your God because we've learned he's bigger than geography. Thank God for that. Finally, in verse five of this short little psalm, he says, like he's trying to encourage himself, he says, hope in God. I shall still praise him. Now that phrase, hope in God, was found in the previous psalm twice. And that's another reason why these two psalms are part of the one big longer song. So I would say that to you too. Hope in God. You will still praise him. He is our saviour, our helper, and our God. Father, thank you for Psalm 42 and 43. I thank you for this righteous man living in Israel all those years ago, surrounded by evil and difficulties, but so faithful to you. And let faithfulness be in our hearts to you in just the same way. Amen.